after service, get something to eat, then we're going to go share. But then also on the 15th, I want you guys to remember I'm telling you this because we've been telling you for a while, so there's no excuse on saying, well, you know what, I had something else planned. No, you didn't. We pray y'all all All right? So, uh, and, and, and with Carolyn, I want to say this before I go into the 15th. You don't have to sing well. That's right. Okay? You'll be hidden amongst all the off-key everybody, okay? It's okay. It's just to have fun and sing carols. You don't have to be a great uh, a singer to do so. The next thing is the 15th. For ladies, listen. Remember we talked about what Jesus came to do. He came to uh, seek and save that which was lost. Relationship was lost. Remember that? So Shirley uh, has set this with, some, uh, with the rest of the ladies uh, for you guys to have a time to have fellowship and build relationship. Okay? To build relationship. It's not just to do something, okay? It's not just to do something because everybody feels like it's just another thing to do. No, there's purpose in why we're doing it, okay? So the 15th, they're doing a cookie exchange at our home. Um, so you guys know, is it, what is it? Treat, treats. Any treat. Doesn't have to just be cookies, excuse me. I, I don't even know because I'm not um, a part of it. They, they kicked me out, so I have to leave my own home. Um, but that's okay. I know. No, no. But really, guys, uh, I really want all the ladies to be a part of that. If you have, um, you know, if you don't know where we live, we'll give you the address. But also, if you have trouble, uh, uh, Dawn's going to send an email about it. But also, if you're having trouble getting there, let somebody know. Somebody will grab you, pick you up, okay? Because we want you to spend time together to fellowship, okay? Uh, so, December 15th, when is that? Yeah, December 15th, all right, at 3 p.m. I, I think that's when it starts with him, all right? Yeah, and if Don doesn't have the email, make sure she has it. So that if you haven't been getting an email from us, that means that she doesn't have it. That's the easy way to figure that out, okay? But we want you to be a part of that. Now, one last thing, man. I, my, my talking is taking longer than I thought. One last thing is that we've been trying to do, and we're working on this now. Every year we try to, and, and we don't always tell you, but we, we always try to give to families in need, uh, especially to children in need at this time of year. Okay? Not that we don't love adults, we do, but we love kids a little bit more. <laughs> I know, I know, that sounds bad. But it's true. Anyway, uh, we try to give to kids. And so we're working on being able to do uh, a, uh, a, a small number of kids, but really lavish some love on them. Clothes, uh, shoes, toys, things like that this year, as well as a dinner for those families. So the parents get something, the joy of seeing their kids have it, but they also get to eat. And uh, we're going to give those kids some toys so that they can take them. We're going to leave them wrapped so they have something for Christmas. Uh, to open up. So we might not get to see their joy of, of opening it, but we're going to see the joy of them getting it. Okay? And so what we're going to do is we're trying to work on that. So we're going to need you to be thinking about what can I give to help that? Do I know of any young people who are in need? Okay? So what we have is we have, uh, right now we have about six kids that we have, but we'd like to get 15 to 20 so that we can really, uh, we can still have the finances to make it good, okay? So we don't want to go all out with a ton of kids and just give them one gift. We really want to make sure they got clothes, shoes, all kinds of stuff, okay? So about 15 to 20 kids, so if you know
know of some kids uh, that are in need, come see me, see Shirley, see Dawn. Uh, make sure that we've been working on that. We've already get, got somebody who's given us a donation already, a sizable donation towards it. That's going to help. We'd like for you guys to contribute as well. Okay? So if it's in your heart to do, we want you to be a part of that. If it's not in your heart to do, that's okay. We're not mad at you. God will make sure he supplies it, okay? But we'll, it'll get done. We just want you to be able to be a part of that. All right? Because where your treasure is, where will your heart be also? Okay. All right. Let's keep going now. So we're going to come back. We're going to touch that later. We don't know the dates on it quite yet. We're going to have that to you um, by next Sunday. We're going to try to have some dates and ideas and everything by next Sunday. Okay. All right. So uh, let's let's do a little review, guys. One thing I want to say, go back to John 14 and verse 16. I only want to touch one or two things and then jump right into today because we've been talking about works and doing what Jesus did, amen? Figuring out the things that Jesus did and the things that we need to be doing to, to fill that, uh, to, to be, to fill what he left in leaving and going to sit at the right hand of the Father. So John uh, 14, 16 says this, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. You guys remember that, right? Yeah. Another comforter, if that means that he's given another, he had to give one in the beginning, and that was Jesus. So he's giving another comforter. And that word comforter is not just what we think as helper or just comforter. It means, it comes from the word parakletos, which is one who comes alongside one of equal quality. Okay, I want you guys to remember that. I'm going to beat that in as long as I can. As long as we're talking about Holy Spirit, I'm going to keep repeating one of equal quality. The Holy Spirit is just as valuable and equal to Jesus. But so often we push him off to the side as if he was just, you know, uh-huh, yeah, he's there to help me. But Jesus but the Holy Spirit is going to point me to Jesus, but he's here to fill the void like Jesus was here. Amen. To do the same things that Jesus did. Amen. Just to be with you always. Amen. Okay. Now, I, I wanted to say that, and I want us to jump right over here because I want to see a couple of things real quick to go along with that. John 14 still there, and 11 and 12. Jesus said this, Believe me that I am in the Father. And the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works sake. That's what we dealt with. All those works. Amen. Now we're moving into this next part. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He that believeth on me. Right? Now this is this is the important part for you. The works that I shall do. Uh, excuse me. The works that I do. He do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto my Father. Now, what he's saying is that if you will believe in the spirit of God that is on me, because remember in Luke 22, 3, 22, and in Luke 4, 18, Jesus said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. When he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Yes. Okay. So he's talking about what he's talking about on him is he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. And so he's saying, if you believe on this Holy Spirit that I'm leaving with you as your one of equal quality, the one who's going to come alongside to help and not only be with you, but in you, then you're going to be able to do what I've done. And that's the important piece because I'm leaving you to do what I've done. So he tells him this, 
That's the, that's the, that's that's one of the things. Children, I want you to I want you to understand this. The Holy Spirit. This is what we're going to talk about today. The Holy Spirit allows us to do what we couldn't do before. I want you to hear that. The Holy Spirit allows us to do what we couldn't do before. He is necessary for us to be able to do the things that we couldn't do before. He is necessary. I want us to go, and one of those things that's necessary that we're going to talk about a little bit is to be selfless and serve. Can I tell you something? I, I, I don't care how, especially in this day and age, and it's tough for me because you know some things you have to you have to show. But it's tough for me, and especially in this day and age, so many of us, you know, the Bible tells us when the right hand don't don't let the left hand know what your right hand is doing. But can I tell you something? Instagram knows all. It's <laughs> Snapchat, Facebook. As we're doing what we're doing, the things that we should be doing selflessly. We, we post it. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't let people know that there's a need. Or even give people to know, hey, here's something that we're doing. Come join us. But the heart of it has to be, it needs to be selfless. And so the Holy Spirit is going to help us in this such area. Go to Matthew 20, and we're going to start at verse 20. Matthew 20, verse 20. And we're going to read through 28. So hold on. It says this. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons worshiping and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? What do you want me to do? She said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit the one on thy right hand and the other on thy left in the kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, Ye know not what ye asked. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of, and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said unto him, We are able. And he saith unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. And when the ten heard it, they were moved with indignation, indignation against the two brethren. But Jesus called them unto him and said, Ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. And it shall not be so, but it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for me. I want us to look at this story, and I want us just to kind of break it down, because Jesus says a whole lot in this story. It's eight verses, but it's a lot, or nine verses, but it's a lot in this, right? So here is this lady who's got two sons. They don't say her name. They don't say the boy's name, but they tell the daddy's name. That's dirty, man. <laughs> Zebedee's boys. And it says that Zebedee's mother, uh, Zebedee's uh, a wife comes with her sons and says, hey, I, I Jesus, Jesus, 
Hey, I want you to do something for me. He's like, okay, what is it? What you want me to do? I want you to let my boys. Hey, boy, come here. Boy, boy, come here. These are my two sons, because he said these, right? These are my two sons. One sit on your right hand and one on your left hand. Now, now I laugh about this because I remember how my mother did myself and my brother. My mom did stuff like that all the time. It was embarrassing. I didn't even ask for it, but she was like, sometimes she'd be like, I want my boys to get up, get up, go, go, go. Don't all mamas do that kind of stuff? They want the best for their kids, right? And so she comes to Jesus and she's, she's asking this thing and Jesus says, what he normally would say, listen, and, and he didn't say it in a mean way, but he always asked a question when somebody asked him a question. And most of the time when people ask the question, I mean, excuse me, when he asked the people the question, the people reasoned in their heart, they wouldn't answer the question. But these boys answered the question. He says, hey, hey, can you drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the same thing I'm baptized with? Are you able to do that? And they go, yeah, we got this. And Jesus didn't cry. He didn't complain either. He actually said, you're right. You will be. You shall drink of this cup and you'll be baptized with the same thing I'm baptized with. Now, I want to break that down, but let's go one verse before and then we'll come back to it. Uh, one verse after. And then, after this thing, all the disciples in the room are mad. Now, think about this. Now, let's break it down, right? Yo, these boys bring their mama. I know they like, really, dude, your mama? Your mama, man? Did you go bring your mama in here to ask for you something? Y'all grown men. Come on. Your mama? Come on, man. They bring their mama in to ask for something from Jesus. Now, I, I, I laugh because only here in Mark is this accounting. Now, you know one of the, the, the brothers, the two boys that were there? Did you know one of them was John, the one who wrote the book of John? I wonder why this account wasn't in Jesus. Yeah. He, he left this out, right? He left this out of here. He's like, no, no, I don't want nobody to know I brought my mama up here. <laughs> he left that out of his account. But here he is, and Jesus says to them, he says to them this, he says, can you drink of this cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? What cup? What cup? What cup? And be baptized with what baptism? The cup that he's talking about is twofold. The cup is one, salvation that comes in his blood, and yes, they will drink of that. But the second part of the cup that he said, remember when Jesus was at the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, if there be any way that you can let this cup pass from me. The same thing of being willing to die to your own desires. Are you willing to drink that cup? And be baptized. Now the second baptism, the baptism that he's talking about, what is he talking about? What baptism was Jesus baptized with? 
We just talked about that, right? So are you willing to be saved and die to yourself and allow the Holy Spirit to fill your life? And they said yes, and he said you're right. And then after the disciples get mad, he changes the whole storyline. He leaves the fact of what the mother asked after he told him it's not mine to give. He goes into something that I think is really awesome, but strange. He says this. He says, but Jesus called them when they were upset. He said, now come in, come in, come in, come in. This is a teaching moment. Come in. Let me teach you something. You know how the, the princess of the Gentiles, the leaders of the Gentiles, man, they exercise authority on, on the people who are less than them. People who don't have the same money or the same position as they have. You notice how they do that? They put them under their thumb and they tell them, hey, chop, chop. But you also know how people who have higher states, even if they don't have a title, they have higher states, they got some money, they got some, some clout, they got some positioning, and they go in and they do the same thing. He said, but it's not going to be with you that way. You gotta learn to drink of this cup. You with me? Yeah. You gotta learn to drink of this cup that I have. It won't be that way with you because if you want to leave yeah. in my kingdom, yeah. you gotta be a minister. Now, where minister means to serve. You gotta be somebody who's willing to serve. You gotta be somebody who's willing to die to yourself to be great in my kingdom. Just because you get a title, the higher title you get in my kingdom, the more you serve. The greater that you're going to be in my kingdom means the more you're willing to serve. He said, those that would be great must minister. He who would lead must be served. The chiefest, the greatest. Must serve. I started to think about this because he changes this thing up and he goes into service. Because one of the most difficult things for us to do, most things, part of part of all of our greatest desires, is to be served. If we're really honest, we really want to be pampered. Let's be real, right? We want other people to do for us. And the better off we become with finances, the better off we become in our, our lives, the more we want other people to do and us to share. But Jesus is saying, you've got to break that nature. Now, now let me make it clear. Let me make it clear, okay? Let me, let me back up. I'm not saying that you can't get your nails done. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't get your head done. I'm not saying that you can't get a massage. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. You can have all of those things done, Al. Like, thank you. That's my dawn. I get thank you. That's my lip. And you can mess with myself, Al. No, no. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is, is that you have to be willing to serve. Now, I hear so many people, and this is the thing that I hear all the time, and I, and, I, and I get this. I hear so many people say, well, you're talking about serving, but I, I can't do that. 
I'm not able to do that. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that when, when you're asked to serve. I don't know how. How can I serve? I don't know how. I'm not able. See, the thing that I want you to understand is God is not looking for ability. He's not looking for ability. Listen, listen. remember I told you this before, that the Holy Spirit is going to allow you to do what you couldn't do before. He's not looking for ability. He's looking for availability. That's the key piece that he's looking for is are you willing to serve? You don't need to know how to do it. You just need to be willing to do it. I, I, I think about this and, and most of you guys know, some of you don't know, but Paul and myself and my brother, we used to uh, we used to rap, and Paul would make music, and my brother and I would go places and rap. And I remember when God first asked me to do it, I was like, I can't rap. I still felt that way all throughout all the time that we were going all over the place. I can't rap. I'm not a rapper. And then God started asking me, not only that, after I did that, and I was available to do that, then he said, I want you to preach the gospel, not just rap. I want you to, then when the music stops, I want you to say something. And I was like, I can't do that. I really can't do that. You want me to say something? First of all, I don't even like being in front of people. I remember whenever my, I was little, and I don't know about you, you guys don't know about this, but in black churches, man, in the South, Every day, the third Sunday, where it's called Children's Sunday, Youth Sunday. That means that Sunday, we do everything. We usher, we sing, we got the choir, we read the scriptures, we do everything. Y'all remember that, right? You do everything except for preach the message. And my mother would make me get up and say poems and stuff, and my stomach would hurt so bad. I would go high and be sweating and be like, oh God, I don't know I'm good. And I wouldn't be saying, oh God, I'd be scared. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm sweating bullets. And here I am, and God's asking me to speak in front of people. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't rap. I couldn't do that. I couldn't speak in front of people. And God said, I don't need your ability. I just need your availability. That's all I need is your availability. And things that 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 people who knew me, I would tell them, I'd be like, man, that's corny. I don't even know how we made that work, man. But people would love it. Isn't that right? What we say? I don't know how we made that work. But people would be flying to see these asking us to come all over the place because it was his. Anointing. Listen, I want you to understand in availability, I want you to understand this. It is because of the Holy Spirit. He gives you the power and ability to do. Remember when Jesus, listen, I'm almost finished. I really, I'm really close to that. Do you remember when Jesus and John 2 told them to fill the pots, the clay pots with water? Do you remember that? Do you remember what happened after they filled the clay pots with water? Do you remember that they poured all the water out and then they put wine inside of it? Is that what they did? No. Do you know that the clay pots didn't fill themselves with water? They were just available. 
Did you know that after they were filled with water by the people, that the people who, who, who filled the pots with water, they couldn't do the next step either? The next step from the pots being filled with water, the pots couldn't do it, and the people who filled them couldn't do it. Only Jesus could turn it from water to wine. The same way, listen, the same way you may not have the ability. He's not asking for that. He's telling you the same way I turn the water to wine is the same way I turn your availability into ability. The prayers of a righteous man availeth much. That's that avail, that prayer on top of that ability. Availability. That's what he's doing. He's allowing you to be able to be transformed and do what you could not do before. Now, there's more that I want to say. I wanted to talk about Luke 10. I'm not going to do that today. You've heard Luke 10, 19 a million times. I want to say something that Aaron said to me. Where's Aaron? Aaron, over here. Aaron. He said this to me. He said this to me two Sundays ago, and it's apropos for the day. He said, hey, why don't after service, everybody pick up a chair that they were sitting in and just put it against the wall? I'm not going to make us do that today, but can, can you just look around and say that the chair that you're in, say, that's, that's me filling that chair. That's my filling the chair. But all these other pieces that are left, all these other chairs that are left, that's the place where I now become, go from, from uh, uh, being a person that's being selfish to being a person that's selfless. And let me start using my servitude to serve other people to fill these chairs. What if I started serving people so that they would fill these chairs? What if we did that? Let, let's just look around. Come on, look around. Let's fill these chairs by becoming what Jesus asked us to do. I didn't say this part, but Jesus is asking us to call. I want to call. I want to take this turn, and I'm going to start using that for everybody who does anything, who serves in any capacity. You are now a servant leader. In Matthew 20, 25, he said, those that would lead would be servants. So servant leaders. You're servant leaders. And what we're going to do is we're going to serve people everywhere we go. And we're going to be able to fill these chairs. Why are we filling the chairs? Why are we filling them? First, do you know why we're filling them? Because Pastor wants most people. So you say, hey, I found 100 people, 200 people, 1,000 folks. That's why we want those chairs. That, can, I, can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with you? I wish I could strike this from the thing. But even the people who listen, they just have to hear. I don't want no more of y'all. Y'all already hear it now, man. Imagine doubling and tripling this. Good Lord. Y'all wouldn't even be able to go to the bathroom, man, without somebody calling me. So it's not my heart just to have people. It's my heart because what I want is I want lives to be changed. Can you have that same heart that says, I'm selfless enough to be able to speak to somebody when I don't feel like it? 
It's so much easier to do it for others than it is for our own family, and that's wrong. They're just as valuable as everyone else. Serve your family first. Okay? Serve your family. You know how it goes. Serve with your children, serve your parents, serve with your spouse, whatever it is you got. Serve the people in your family first. And then, next week, let's talk about it again. Amen. And I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to ask your spouse how it went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 you don't like that, huh? <laughs> opportunity to love on Serve them first. Can we do that? Amen. Are we willing to do that? Amen. See, that, that's the key piece. That's what Jesus was talking about. That's why he shifted the whole thing. He said, look, what you asked me for was self. It was about your best. Remember, remember what, the, what they asked? It was only about you taking care of you. I got 12 of you that's sitting in this room. You only checking on you to be selfish. Yeah. Just learn how to serve. If you want to be, if you want those positions, God looking at how you serve up. You want those things. You want something greater. You're tired of the position that you're in. Serve up. You're tired of where your life is. Serve up. Okay? Start with your family. All right. Let's stop there. Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity we've had to hear your word. I pray that this simple message just sinks in. It was a simple thing, but very important for us to serve and the Holy Spirit gives us the ability to serve our authority through us. We thank you, Father, that as we said.